the Construction Employers Podcast, your connection to what's happening in the Northeast Ohio construction industry. Brought to you by the Construction Employers Association. Okay, we're live. With me today, I have Mark Panzika from Panzika Construction and Glenn Shoemate from CEA Construction Employers Association. Mark, how are you doing? Doing great, Tim. Thanks for having me on today. Sure. Tell us about yourself. Sure. Um, so my name is Mark Panzika. I'm the executive vice president for our family-owned company, um, Panzika Construction Company. Um, we're a family-owned business that uh, my grandfather started in 1956, so I'm proud to say that the third generation carrying on a family tradition um, that we do work in primarily Northeast Ohio, but also um, other parts of the country as well. So, What type of work do you do? Um, commercial, so a, a, all different types of vertical um, construction from commercial to institutional to um, higher ed, um, multi-use, pretty much everything in between nuclear power plants and um, single-family homes. And you do general contracting and construction management? General, exactly. So Any self-performance? We do self-perform um, carpentry and uh, demolition work as well. Great. So, Glenn... You're the executive vice president of Construction Employers Association. What's your background? Sure. I've been at CEA for the last uh, 10, 11 years. Um, Primarily here, I'm involved in education programs, development of educational programs to help advance our uh, industry, as well as uh, workforce programs and um, some of the other diversity and inclusion and youth programs. Um, So, Today's uh, session on ACE Mentor Program is one that's near and dear to my heart. So, yeah, let's get right into the ACE Mentor Program. It's the ACE Mentor Program of Cleveland, correct? Correct. Correct. And, Mark, you're the chairman this year. Correct. So, I my term uh, just started 10 days ago um, as uh, as chairperson of our local affiliate. So, ACE Mentoring is a little bit of a background. is a national organization that uh, is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. Uh, there are 65 affiliates across the country. Cleveland formed um, our affiliate, probably 10, we're going to our 11th year now. So um, it is a program that is designed and focuses on mentoring high school students in the fields of architecture, construction, and engineering. And uh, so as Glenn's point about before about education and um, kind of reaching out to our next generation of uh, hopefully builders, architects, and engineers. This is a program that really kind of tailors to get them awareness. And how long have you been involved with ACE? I've been involved, I started off as a mentor um, probably almost uh, eight or nine years ago, and then I've been on the board now for four or five years, and I'm currently the chairperson. And so what, what does ACE do? So the, the primary function of what ACE is, is it is a mentoring program that, um, industry professionals from architects to engineers and contractors, we go into high schools and we mentor students on what our industry is, educating them on what an architect does, what a, what a contractor does, what an engineer does, and hopefully providing them awareness that there's an opportunity in one of these fields that they may not have thought about before. And what we found through this program, and I think that's why it's been a, a um, success across the country, is that there are certain stigmas about being a contractor or maybe an architect that people don't understand, and it's breaking down those barriers 
of students and parents and everything else like that to give them an opportunity to think about something different. And uh, I guess the other f- uh, focus that we've looked at also is also um, increasing awareness to a trade opportunity that I think uh, for years has maybe been looked down upon as our as a society issue as as uh, as opposed to just uh, what kids think about themselves. Sure. So I'd also comment and add that um, in the 11 years that ACE Cleveland has existed, I mean, the, the national, one of the monikers or missions is around exciting, enlightening, and engaging uh, young people into the professions that Mark described, architecture, construction, engineering. But it's really the, the wholesomeness of the program, right? It's the opportunity for uh, those who have experienced knowledge and desire to, um, from a professional standpoint, to really try to engage with a, a young person, to talk to them not just about becoming an architect, but about life issues, about growth and profession development, and again, some of the soft skills, if we, if you will, and that's what a lot of the aspects that we talk about in our industry today are ensuring that individuals uh, know how to interview and know how to pr- represent themselves. And as they grow in their profession, that then they're representing a company, not just themselves. And so we really try to give some real meaningful, tangible experiences. And uh, throughout the, it's not really a curriculum, but there is in a sense of a, a prompt if we, we issue every year, which is a request for a proposal that really is to template for those students to uh, follow kind of a lesson plan, if you will, to be exposed uh, in a very full way uh, to what the industry uh, really does on a day-in-and-day-out basis in terms of the flow of work from a design, engineering, and a construction standpoint. And then that final uh, opportunity to do a end-of-the-year presentation uh, is usually pretty special. And so, I'll, I'll add to that, that process, and I think it's to a lot of these kids that are going through the program, it's an opportunity to see what is a glimpse of what's in real life and when a group of students get together and they rally around each other and really start to figure out what the overall intent is and how to provide, and when they feel passionate about it, the response that you see during presentation night, which is the culmination of a year's worth of work, they do a phenomenal job. I mean, they come up with ideas that I think a lot of adults don't even come because there's certain barriers that adults kind of think of. You can't do this, can't do that. But as a, as a student, as a, as a youth those barriers aren't there. So you're, you're there, you're more free to dream and um, getting an opportunity to present your thoughts in front of 300 people in one night is a pretty cool experience. And one that you're not necessarily going to get if you just kind of stay in your own classroom in your own neighborhood throughout, uh, throughout your life. So. These must be some brave kids to be presenting in front of 300 people as high schoolers. They're uh, all different types of, uh, of personalities and they all come out, but yeah, they're, they're kind of brave. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that at that age. No, I mean, and it, and it is um, one of the pieces that, you know, we, at the end of the year, those who are involved in ACE from a board or mentoring standpoint, when you see the project come together uh, over the course of a year, and if you're not involved in it uh, on, a, on a week in and week out basis, to see the culmination and the excitement among peers, right? So competing schools who, you know, are still appreciating other students' ideas, their talent, uh, their approaches, uh, to hear professionals from the industry who may not be involved with the mentoring program, but maybe they're on a reactor panel or maybe they're head of uh, one of the construction or engineering or the, uh, architectural firms. They really appreciate, I think, to Mark's point, the the brightness of what those young people are bringing and how they're 
seeking to solve a solution for Cleveland project that we're uh, developing and working with them on. So it's pretty special. It is very good. So this happens every year. What kinds of projects have the kids worked on? Um, a couple of ones that I can think about, uh, there was a project revolved around shelter. This was probably three, four, maybe five years ago. Very simple. Yeah, it was, project, it yeah. was just a, is come up with an idea of what your idea of shelter was. And some of the responses, when I think this is probably one that's kind of touched me um, the most, was there were uh, schools and the that came back with their response, and one of them was a um, was a treehouse. One of them was a uh, community center. One of them was a house, and they all had different definitions as to why they built this um, community center. It was a place to go after school. It was a good place to hang out with your friends, have fun, whatever else. The one I thought was really kind of cool was the treehouse. It was like kind of a whimsical way of creating a place to be, hang out with your friends. But the reason they did it was it was a safe place from where they're at in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. And that was a very profound way of responding back to something that was not a structure. It really Mm -hmm. dealt with the, maybe some of the challenges that dealt with in everyday life. So when you see that and you're, as a mentor, as a supporter of the program, and you realize that you're maybe touching someone else's life in a different way, that's that's a pretty powerful uh, message. And if you're if you're in the room on presentation night and you get a chance to hear some of the thoughts as to why they go after these approaches, um, I don't know how you, you couldn't be uh, on the hook and, and a supporter from then on. So yeah, so it's as rewarding to the uh, volunteers as it is to the students, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's really, I was going to thinking about this a second ago, kind of a three-legged stool, maybe um, approach that you have uh, an engaged student with um, a teacher, with a mentor um, that, and it's that combination, right? And so for the mentors, we always say it's the teacher, that's the magic and the glue because they know the students and they know how to engage with the students. But for the teacher, he says it's the mentors, the volunteers who are coming in because they're bringing in fresh ideas that students don't see and touch every day. But at the nexus of that is that student, right? That sparks ideas and creativity. And it, you know, really does, uh, I think create that in, in excitement that we want, uh, from an engaged student. And it's not just the academic year program that ACE mentor focuses on. It also focuses on the ability to, uh, provide, uh, scholarships, uh, for students. And over the last 10 years, we provided over $950,000 to nearly 200 students. Mm. Primarily those students um, go to Ohio colleges um, and probably a higher proportion of those stay here in Northeastern Ohio. We have four college partners who also match dollars, which we give. And we have a a major supporter in university hospitals that Mark can talk about uh, maybe a little later, but um, those dollars that help those students go on to college um, and the support we receive from Tri-C, Cuyahoga Community College, Cleveland State, University of Akron, and Kent State are equally as significant because it, can, it cements them to a department within a college that they end up with a network when they start that they're already known, branded, identified, that they've come as ACE Cleveland scholars. And so they have relationships with those uh, faculty staff at those four institutions there are a number of institutions here uh, that we described uh, who are partners of ours that have seen a number of other students at. So there's almost a mini network on their college campus of peers 
uh, that have gone there over the last you know four to six years that they can create those relationships with, even though they didn't go to the same high school, they didn't know one another, they may be in different years, but they have a common bond in the ACE mentor program and uh, trying to uh, navigate through the profession. So one of the things I kind of add is, Glenn just brought up about the, the scholarship opportunity, is ACE is really more than just about mentoring in a high school setting. Um, I think the position that East Cleveland has taken is really we're trying to look beyond when they graduate from high school and then hopefully they go into that next opportunity, which is one of our our uh, fields of profession. Mm-hmm. But really is to give the next, the next opportunity. So we look at it in the Cleveland affiliate is it's a circle in four segments. The first segment is you bring them in and you start to get them excited. And then the next segment is you're mentoring them through that their high school career and that process and really getting them to figure out whether this is an industry that they really want to be in. The third is giving them an opportunity to continue that um, relationship with the ACE uh, mentors and the, and the companies there through their college career or maybe even through a trade perspective. So getting them to stay here in Cleveland, giving them opportunities for employment, and really giving them the opportunity to continue on with whatever their passion is. And the last piece of that is giving them an opportunity post-graduation from college that so they stay here. And they have an opportunity to be here and really completing that full circle of um, inception or incubation all the way through completion. That really, I think, is where the success of the program can and wants to be. I'm going to say we're probably, we're still striving towards the last uh, segment of that of that goal, mm-hmm. but we have significant partners that have stepped up to the plate that really want to, really want to see that between um, architecture, engineering, and CM firms that are taking on interns throughout or hiring um, graduates of, of the ACE program to um, industry and, I'm going to say, partners within our uh, our our area, like the University Hospital, and uh, who has taken a significant and proactive approach to supporting a mentoring program, because these are future um, project managers, facilities people, maybe dietitians, whatever they have they have needs for, they're investing into a youth program that is has a touch point that is based in Cleveland's urban district that is really focused on trying to get them interested into the in these careers. So when you have that alignment be- between philanthropic um, community supporters and students and mentors that really engage and embrace what this mission is, that's where that, that synergy comes in. So having a, a healthcare provider, seeing a support of a construction and engineering um, related uh, program and seeing that as a benefit is a pretty profound uh, alignment that's, that is really unique. That's far-sighted. Right. Um, and and I'd also add that, you know, we don't just support those students who go into AC or E fields, right? We support student that wants to go into psychology or graphic design or nursing equally as well. If they're engaged uh, student in the ACE program while they're in high school, uh, if they have good attendance, uh, get a reference from one of their mentors, We'll support a student in any career profession, not just the AC or E profession, because we recognize that it's the wholesomeness of our community. And in particular, that University Hospitals has, as Mark described, a great need for a vast 
variety of employees. It's not just those who work in our industry of construction, architecture, engineering. That's right. Um, well, a lot, a lot has been said, even nationally in our industry, about the, the shortage of people. Finding good people has been a challenge. It's probably the number one challenge in our industry for the last couple of years. Mark, how hard is it to find a good project manager, for instance? Uh, it's extremely difficult. And honestly, I think that's why one of the reasons um, why I feel this program has been so much of a, of a, of a blessing and a need as to why um, I've gotten involved. I mean, it's rewarding personally for me seeing that seeing somebody kind of come up with a different um, approach or a different uh, avenue in their life. But really the other part to it too is that if we're not actively trying to recruit and engage people to become in our in our industry, I'm not helping where we need to be in the next 10 years or so. So I have a vested interest in making sure that we find people that are, that are, inter- that are Mark, interested in this. Mark, in the last several years, I know you've had several ACE interns you've actually we have. hired, and that's been a good experience for Penzika? It, it has. Um, we've had uh, an intern that we brought on probably three years ago, and he was a great, great uh, young man. Um, but watching the personal growth that he took throughout the, let's say, the two and a half years that we had him um, on our payroll, he kind of came in, understood what we were doing, was a little bit um, meek and not as confident. And by the time that uh, he was done with his internship with us in that second year, he was confident. He felt that he had um, a little more of a command on where he was going. Now, he was an architect by education, and we we took him in, even though we're a contractor. There was a there's a value that he saw from the building side, mm-hmm. and there was a value that we saw from him and his ability to engage and 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 do more. So, and then we have another student right now uh, who's working on a project, and he's kind of in a in a similar boat. He's coming through, and he's growing and being becoming more confident. So there there's a reason to invest into uh, these young people because there is there's a demand that we need. And I think is just giving them an opportunity and letting them have a chance to grow and to give them some confidence is going to yield uh, a benefit for them as well as us in the industry. Sure. Mark, you mentioned that uh, ACE is primarily centered in the urban um, core of Cleveland and urban school districts, correct? Correct. Um, Glenn, you've been around Cleveland for a long time. Can sure. you describe for those who are listening who aren't from Cleveland, don't know much about Cleveland, what is Cleveland like in terms of demographically, um, wealth, poverty? Sure, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, national statistics uh, basically show Cleveland to be very high in terms of its poverty rate. And um, uh, it's, 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 a very, it's a majority minority city. So, you know, majority of the residents of the city of Cleveland are minority. And that's not just African-American and Hispanic, but there's a lot of different cultures and um, ethnic backgrounds in Cleveland. And it's one of the amazing and interesting things we see in the ACE program um, at a at a banquet or at a scholarship night. And you see the variety of young people and their faces and, you know, their backgrounds and their dialects. Um, and to know that we're supporting that, our industry, um, very broadly is embracing uh, diversity and inclusion through this program, which isn't at the core of what ACE is intended to be, but by virtue of where we're focusing in the city of Cleveland schools. So we're in um, Collinwood, uh, one extreme of uh, northeast side of of Cleveland, and then we're over on the 
um, I guess the southwest part of Cleveland at Max Hayes and at James Ford Rhodes and at um, John Marshall. Um, and so there are students who participate in the ACE program that show up after school, right, at the end of their academic day primarily, and spend two hours with an adult uh, and a teacher in a classroom type setting, though we do take them out to various field trips and other experiences outside of school so they can actually uh, touch the project they may be working on or see an aspect of the community that they may not have seen. Um, so that's another one of those rich, rewarding opportunities. Um, but, you know, the the students have been uh, great to work with. I mean, there's been no, I, I, we've had no incidents in 11 years of any uh, concern around mentors, students, or any problems whatsoever. So very pleased. Um, I'd also note that Eric Gordon, who's the CEO of Cleveland Schools, is a member of the ACE board and has been for the 11 years uh, that ACE has been in Cleveland. Uh, prior to his even becoming the CEO, when he was the chief academic officer, he joined the ACE board, attends board meetings, spends a half a day at our strategic planning retreat, is amenable and available for us to uh, bounce ideas or questions uh, off of him about how we can improve things. And so it's great to have his support. We're also in Warrensville. Heights High School and the superintendent there is Donald Jolly. He's also been very uh, embraceive of the program, uh, very supportive. He has attended, Eric has attended all of the celebrations on an annual basis. Eric probably for 11 years going and since Warrensville has been in the program for the last four years, the fact that the superintendents of the school districts are showing up, mm. Mayor Sellers from Warrensville shows up, right? ACE has had a number of um, uh, at our final culmination banquet, we have a panel of reactors. And so it, it is kind of a who's who of the industry um, in terms of those individuals who are giving of their time to see the students talent from Jeff Applebaum at Thompson Hine to Freddie Collier, who's the city of Cleveland planning director. Mm. Um, we've had uh, mayor Jackson has uh, spoken at a banquet in the past. Um, former Tri-C president, Jerry Sue Thornton, as well as the current president, Alex Johnson. I mean, it's great to see the, the uh, wealth of receptivity uh, for the ACE program and the students. And they, as Mark said earlier, I think they come away as wild as we are about what the students are actually presenting. Yeah, that's all positive. And, and Glenn, you've been involved in youth programs in our industry since 2008, I think. Correct. When yes. I got here in 2010, you were already running the uh, Construction Management Academy, Management Academy program. Um, and then it was a few years later that... Uh, I think you and I approached Tom Laird from Gilbane and, and volunteered our time as an association to, to help strengthen ACE and, and grow it. Uh, can you talk about that? Sure, sure. I mean, the Construction Management Academy um, um, was a uh, effort within Cleveland schools to provide uh, some exposure to high school students to enter into construction management. So we had classes at Tri-C and at Cleveland State um, uh, during the, I think they were on Fridays and the students would get out of school. And then it was during the summer for the first few weeks of the year. And then we'd place them with employers such as Panzeca and Turner and Donnelly's and Ozan, uh, so that they could have summer internship experiences. And it's interesting that of that first or second cohort of students, there are probably six that are still in Cleveland working for construction firms, right? So I mean, they matriculated through high school, through college, got their degrees and got hired by a number of firms. Um, think about a Justin Dean who um, graduated from Collinwood High School, uh, was an engineering major and graduate at Ohio University. Um, 
has worked for Great Lakes Construction on the Interbelt Bridge and now has been working with Whiting Turner probably for the last two to three years. Mm. Uh, Shaniqua Harris, I uh, think, went to University of Toledo as an HR major, worked for the AKA company. Um, there are a few individuals that are, I think, working with Ozan Construction and um, a young lady, uh, Tassiana Stegall, who did an internship with us here at CEA and went to work for Gomaine in Atlanta and is now working for JLL in Atlanta and has, it's just great to see students, you know, succeed. And I think Mark talks about the growth that he's seen in interns. You know, it's a, it's the other great thing about seeing those students who graduate from the program, go on to college, come back. We have them come back and speak and try to keep some level of engagement. And it is that next level of, I think, opportunity to involve those students in our industry to make sure they're reaching out to touch them, um, give them points and uh, stay connected. Let them know that this is a, a needed and a welcoming industry. Yeah, for sure. Well, this episode is probably going to air the end of July, the first week of August. How can people get involved? Well, there are three or four uh, upcoming opportunities. And so, I mean, we're always in need of supporters, um, you know, be it attendance and support of a golf outing or of a luncheon we're going to have in October um, with Steve Stanley from University Hospitals. Um, October 15th, that luncheon will be. And the corporate and financial support really to go towards scholarships or bus trips or field passes and insurance and background checks and those things is important to us. Um, but it's also those mentors who want to contribute and volunteer and show up and work with those students. The average program meets 16 times, typically again after school for two hours. We need a core of individuals to show up at that level, but we also need individuals who could maybe spend their focus on estimating or scheduling or architecture or engineering and show up for two or four sessions, right? So it doesn't have to be that it's 16 sessions uh, in totality. The presentation night we've talked about before to help a student more comfortable with presenting their information and give them pointers would be something that someone could come in and do. We have various committees as a part of ACE from events committee to a finance committee to a communications and marketing committee. And we're looking for um, supporters. I mean, ACE has no paid staff. We're all volunteer driven. Um, there's countless numbers, thousands of hours that go into volunteerism for this program to help it drive. And so we just need others to help support us, join us and be part of those activities. Um, we do have two other upcoming events on um, August 29th and uh, September 12th. For anyone that wants to be a mentor, there is a new mentor uh, orientation. So to help people understand what is it like to be a mentor, it's an hour and a half uh, time frame. I think the um, August 29th is at a lunchtime, 12 to 1.30 here at CEA. You can find information on the CEA, CISP.org website or the acementor.org, um, uh, which is a national website, but it'll find the Cleveland affiliate information there. Sorry about the weed eater, guys. Uh, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> There's also, um, for all the existing mentors, and they should know this, but uh, uh, September 19th is our mentor kickoff. It's our kickoff for the year that we'll be doing at Tri-C, and it's grown to be a nice event where we try to get all the mentors to come back. And we're pretty successful. We probably get about 60% of the mentors to show up on a common morning at Tri-C and um, kind of have prompts about what we're going to talk about this year, what's new with the program, to... Um, we'll probably have some mentor training. We're creating a mentor curriculum handbook this year. That'll be a, 
a nice best practice kind of guidebook that can help with other lesson plans, other ideas, other topics, describes the roles of a mentor or teacher. And so it's a nice culmination piece. That'll be a nice supplemental aid uh, for uh, those mentors and those individuals who want to participate. So they can also reach out to me at uh, CEA. Uh, my email address is Glenn, G-L-E-N, at CEACISP.org. Um, if they have any questions or want to uh, figure out more information or, um, you know, get connected to us. I'm going to add one thing is, as far as support is concerned, and this is, um, I guess I'll, I'll say from our community supporters, uh, we've had, we did a lot about University Hospital today and what they're, why they have invested their time and efforts into the ACE program, but we also have others. Um, Huntington Bank has been a supporter of ours for the last few years, and we don't think about a, about a bank and construction and architecture in the same, in the same areas, but they also have a like-minded um, interest in what we do. I mean, they're serving youth, so there's financial literacy that they have um, offered to our students in their uh, in our sessions that um, they've been able to provide, as well as some financial support. So there's other, I feel there's other like-minded businesses and community supporters within our area and our region that could find that there is a benefit why this is a good program for you to get involved with. And the operational support that we need in order to produce the best program possible to give these students the best experience and help help them provide a definition of where they want to go, I think is a benefit for everybody. So I think anybody who goes out there who sees this as being a benefit, there's definitely a need. I mean, to be able to provide over $800,000 of scholarship to students over the last eight years or so has been tremendous. You're giving somebody who may not have had the opportunity to go on to go into college. Or for that matter, you find someone who wants to get into a trade and needs a little bit of help to get their self, get their tools or get whatever else they need to get their, their piece, um, get their stuff going is it is a need. So there's a lot of different opportunities to get involved in the, in the program um, from mentoring, which is in the classroom. So we, we always say we need reachers and doers and uh, there's a good, there's a good need for both of those. So welcome anybody who has a like-minded support or interest in our organization. Yeah, and I just piggybacking on what Mark was saying about the trade part, right? That when ACE started, primarily it was the professional side of our industry. But we recognize that the industry doesn't exist without the trades. And CEA is, it's where we're rooted every day and working with subcontractors. And the synergy that ACE and CEA have, I think, has been very um, helpful and symbiotic to uh, help to uh, better define, articulate, and grow relationships and opportunities. The ACE um, program at Ginn Academy focuses exclusively on trying to make connections for those students in the trades. And we've had a couple of great successes in the last year or so with students who participated at the Ginn program, but who are now actually working in the trades. And again, it's in the same way we talk about a student who does the project it's also that student we see in that excitement in their eyes about, I want to be a cement mason or, you know, sure. I want to be a carpenter. Sure. And we can make some of those connections for those students has been very good and provide, to Mark's point, uh, scholarship resources in one way to help them with tools, equipment, and or orientation fees to get into those apprenticeship programs has been another benefit of ACE. Glenn's uh, famous for saying there's no such thing as construction. 
job and I want to work in construction. There's no construction job. It's carpentry, cement masonry, right. glazing. Right. And, and so that exposure is what we're trying to do about, and, and Mark, you've seen this firsthand at uh, yeah. New Tech East uh, yeah, about so telling a young man about electrical. I was telling it, actually I was telling the story to Tim as well before we got on the air. Um, I was giving a presentation at um, New Tech East, which was the high school that uh, I mentored at for a number of years. And we're, we're, there's a session on what a contractor does and I was giving them exposure to what a project manager does, what an estimator does. And then also explained that there's an opportunity in a trade. You can be a carpenter or an electrician or a plumber and you can make eighty to $100,000 a year as a tradesperson. And after going through the descriptions of what those responsibilities were and what those people did, one of the uh, young men came up to me at the break and goes, you can make $80,000 a year as an electrician. Like his mind was blown. <laughs> he had no idea. So I think it was, it was that interaction or that, ex- that experience for me made me realize that there are opportunities out there that I think people don't know about. And mm-hmm. I think it's breaking down the stigma that being a tradesperson that you haven't made in life because you didn't go to college. That's completely false. You can raise a family, send your kids to college if, if that's where they're meant to go. Um, live live a life that is um, that that is very good, mm-hmm. and be able to raise your family. And you and you have a you have a skill and a talent that no one can ever take away from you. So I think that's a large part and component to why the exposure to these students is a bonus and, and a plus is that there's more opportunities out there than just becoming a professional if that's not where you think your your skill sets are best to take you right terry terry joyce has joined the uh, ace board about three years ago and terry is the executive secretary of labor 310 which is the building labor union and it's very important and instrumental uh, that you know we have terry there to create that connection and that understanding and uh, forge a stronger relationship with our uh, building trades um, we also have the carpenters who on an annual basis, along with Labor 310, are now making scholarship opportunities available to students, primarily, again, to support those students who want to enter the trades. And so hmm. that, that's that's not traditional AC or E model, right? C is construction, but it's, again, more construction management in the last several years. But we've seen uh, here in the last two or three um, a very nice increase in support from the building trades and the respective unions and, and subcontractors. Yeah, that's key. So our landscaper moved away, thankfully. Um, <laughs> for people who want to get more involved with Ace Cleveland, Glenn at CEACISP.org. They can email Glenn. Yes. What's your phone number, Glenn? 216-904-4013. And what's the website for Ace? So we use the CEACISP.org backslash Ace, A-C-E. Great. Anything else, guys, you want to mention? No. Thanks for your time today. This is great. I yeah. appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for coming in and telling us all about this. So we hope to do it again and, and provide further updates. Absolutely. Great. We're excited to be here today and uh, great to be on the show, Tim. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for listening. To find more information about the discussion in this or prior episodes, be sure to check the episode notes section in your podcast app. Get notified and automatically download the latest episode by subscribing to the Construction Employers podcast in the iTunes Store or in Google Play. This podcast is brought to you by the Construction Employers Association. 
Find us on the web at www.ceacisp.org.